This is a CNIB Foundation podcast. You're listening to Blind Wide Open with host Christine Malik. To say that the blind and visually impaired community is as diverse as any other is stating the obvious. However, every now and then I meet someone who really makes the point. At the 2019 Ski for Light Canada event, I met Sven Mogensen. He's from Denmark, just south of Copenhagen. He's totally blind and has a passion for travel. He's visited 97 countries in the course of business and pleasure, and his stories could have kept me captivated all day. Can you tell me what got you interested in travel when you were young? I think it started up with my parents in 1960 when I was seven years old. We drove to the car to Austria and North Italy and after that we did many holiday trips in the summer to the North Cape in Norway, to Finland, to Holland, Netherlands. So. And, and the way that my parents arranged it was that we didn't plan to go, we planned to go to a, to a, a particular country, but we, didn't, we only planned from day to day. So after the dinner in the tent, um, every uh, evening, we uh, put the maps on the table and uh, we had a, a family, we held a family uh, discussion there. And everybody had a word to say and could decide or have an impact on the decisions. So we decided in the evening where to go in the morning. And I find that very, very interesting to see, hey, what's the next day going to bring? You don't know. And that's a part of the feeling that I keep in my body and my brain. What is around the corner? How old were you when you lost your sight? 20 years. You were 20 years old? Yes. So you already had a love for travel. Yes. So when you lost your sight, what happened to your experience of traveling? Were you, did you think you would change or what, what happened there? No. As a matter of fact, when I became blind, I said to myself, my life is not going to change. I don't accept it. As far as possible, uh, I want to live the same life as if I had not become blind. And that goes for everything, that goes for traveling and uh, everything else. And as a matter of fact, I, I'm not unhappy in any way, and I've never been unhappy that I became blind, because I have, over all the years, had a wonderful life, and I'm determined to continue with that for the rest of my life. Don't you think that that's extraordinary not to have had an emotional response or most people go through a grieving process or yes I yeah. think it is yeah. and I was told when I was at the hospital after the accident that uh, that be sure within a year you'll have a depression right. uh, but I must say I'm still waiting for it to come <laughs> <laughs> what's the first trip you took after you lost your sight that was an attempt to go skiing as a matter of fact oh. Uh, in Norway, um, uh, when I had vision, I went with my family to Norway to ski for six years in the Easter during the Easter holidays. We went to the same place, 
and I wanted to come back and uh, test my ability to ski after I lost my vision. Uh, so my uh, my spouse at that time and myself we drove to she she had vision so we drove to Norway to the same place and I wanted to to ski and um, I realized within an hour that uh, without help from somebody from an experienced guide um, I could not do it right so that was the first one so that was one down so <laughs> to say <laughs> but you have a real passion for traveling yes describe some of the many places you've been Norway more than a hundred times I love Norway Peru Machu Picchu Tibet Mount Everest base camp Australia it's wonderful Japan Thailand 32 times I've been traveling on my own in China 16 times out of 17 I went alone for business my business mainly Greenland you should go to Greenland really yes oh. Papua New Guinea that was really really an outstanding experience run through the process for me so yes. most people who are going to travel they know sort of what they're going to do and they look yes. at the guidebooks and they they say oh I'll drive here and then I'll drive there and and most yes. people have a sense of how sighted people plan plan a trip somewhere they've never been tell me what how you're planning your trip I'm sighted I just cannot see and so in my mind I'm sighted so I don't think that think about I cannot see it came from a um, a, a travel guide that I met on a travel uh, through Indonesia from Sumatra in west to the Komodo Islands in the east, a 22 days uh, travel um, and we uh, stayed in 20 different hotels. That guy was a very particular and extraordinary man. He, um, he was preparing everything in, um, uh, well, to the detail and um, when he um, he showed to me and my spouse photos from Papua New Guinea and um, he was uh, showing on that photo he had been there it's a place you normally would not go to he was showing photos of himself dressed like a uh, a native uh, Papua New Guinean uh, only carrying a cortega, which is a penis furrow and nothing else, uh, surrounded by uh, by sheds and black pigs and people with arrows and um, uh, bows and um, women only carrying a shirt. And I said to him, Lars, you're not going to that place again without me. <laughs> so we went there. Uh, a, a year later or something and he knows my uh, my lim limitations he knows how far I can go and that is quite far we went through the jungle we had to to creep through the jungle for hours to get into the villages of these people I think you can do a lot if you prepare yourself um, in advance and uh, also that you have a play plan B should plan A fail that's, for example, the way I'm thinking when I'm traveling to China alone or other places. I always 
know before I start up on the travel what's going to happen when I arrive there. And if my plan fails, um, uh, I know what to do next. Where, what places would you be afraid to go? Very few, uh, but one of the places I had been to uh, where I would not go again without a seeing uh, guide is Guatemala, Honduras, Venezuela, and maybe a few other uh, Latin American uh, countries. Why um, is that? I don't feel safe. Okay. I cannot prepare myself. I cannot uh, make a plan, plan A or plan B should I travel uh, on my own. I'm curious why it's possible to make a plan B in somewhere that to me is as foreign as China, but not in somewhere like Honduras. What's the difference? When I came to Honduras the first time, I uh, had positive expectations. Uh, but um, one guy from the group, from a travel group, a Danish uh, citizen like uh, me, uh, went ashore from a, sh a boat. We, uh, we came to Honduras uh, on a boat and he walked with a friend, um, as a matter of fact, at a, ce uh, at a, at a c cemetery. And uh, we were going, I was going there with my scene guide as well. And robbers came uh, and wanted his money and uh, his watch and um, he didn't want to give it away and uh, the robber shot him to death. Uh, that scared me a lot. Um, so, you know, initially I was positive and uh, thought that I would be met with uh, fr friendliness, but in, on the other hand, instead of that, I was uh, met with killing. Do you think that all of the traveling you've done gives you a perspective on the world that other people don't have who don't travel? Definitely, but that's not the reason why I'm travel. Uh, I'm traveling basically to learn. Learn about the world. Learn about other people. Learn about different cultures. Learn about different history, nature, food, ways of thinking. And I uh, adopt the best of it, I pick the best of it into my mind and I take it with me home and I use it when I am uh, um, looking at ter terms and condition at home for living terms for people in general. And I try to adopt the best and introduce the best of what I picked up, of the thing I picked up out in the world when I um, consider my own home country. When I travel, my partner and I are both blind, and when we travel, I'm certain I'm a more anxious traveler than you are, but so I've got all kinds of things that I line up, and I'm really interested to hear how, how casual you are about it, and you don't really even seem to think of it much in that way of strategizing. In actual fact, yes, um, I'm not too casual. But I don't, uh, I did not put a strategy on the table because the strategy is varying depending on the uh, country or the place I'm um, traveling to. So I adjust my strategy, but I don't 
write down a strategy uh, every time I'm going to a place. Um, the strategy is popping up in my mind by itself. Why should I go to Greenland? Because it's so different. Uh, because it's the biggest island in the world with only uh, 50,000 inhabitants spread over a, a, a coast uh, that is so long. Because it's a country, 80% uh, of the country is covered in ice. Uh, the uh, living style and the living terms is so much different. And the next thing following the people is the nature. Uh, you can't believe uh, I mean, you, you get so much respect for nature in Greenland and also that people are able uh, to survive, to establish a life, to create, to have families, create families, have children, bring them up, learn, teach them how to catch seals and fish and, and survive in the cold, like Canadian <laughs> weather climates. So uh, it just took the breath out of me. There's something interesting around every corner in the world and I want to explore, hey, what's around the corner. You've been listening to Blind Wide Open with host Christine Malik. This was a CNIB Foundation podcast.